Another installment of Show to Be with Mike G, the show of life, the show of John Ritter, John Belushi, Kurt Russell, so many 80s movies and celebrities, and some amazing mezcal to top all of that. Today's guests are the amazing Russell Davis and Donnie Ronan of Unlimited Liabilities, a cocktail consulting group that is opening up an amazing spot here in Austin, Texas, in the next few weeks called Academia. Russell Davis returns to Austin to create the perfect experience that expresses his passion for the cocktail industry and cocktails themselves, hospitality. And Donnie provides support, aesthetic, a spiritual enlivening, and so much more. This chat is crazy. It goes off the rails, but we learn so much about the two gentlemen and what they have in store for us in Austin at Academia. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this great chat with Russell Davis and Donnie Ronan. About the dynamic duo, you think about that and Robin. Thought about Kurt Russell a little bit. The quote we were mentioning before we started recording from Big Trouble Little China. Which buddy cop duo are you guys? Oh, this is great. Um, have you seen Real Men with uh, John Jim Belushi? Belushi and John Ritter? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tell me that if that is it. I might have to end the interview because that is such a brilliant answer. No one knows that. <laughs> I, 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 I have to. I have to see this again. You know, I, oh, I, so I, I, I'm now like sick to my stomach that I don't know what he's talking it's about. So oh my god, it's you a know great what? movie. The- if John Ritter, Ritter was the first famous person I ever met in my life. Really? Yeah. He's nice, right? What's up? He's a nice dude, isn't he? He's um he, he was an amazing dude. Right. Yeah. I know the heart. Yeah. Part, he, right? His dad was his dad. Tex Ritter came from my t- hometown of like 80 people. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So he was the first like famous person i That's ever amazing. met when I was in seventh grade so That's fucking really but amazing. continue john ritter Donnie? russell yeah. davis <laughs> <laughs> so okay, you know I, like you know i don't think that any first of all like i don't think that anybody wants to feel like their second banana sure. but he's definitely jim belushi <laughs> like definitely yeah, Jim Belushi fair. for this thing. I could see him sleeping with a Russian chick just because he falls in her bed because he's chasing bad guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she was well, that, Listen, hey, you know that's how peace treaties get negotiated, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's how that's how it has to happen sometimes. Dude, but yeah. such oh, man. a great movie. You made. I'm so happy that someone mentioned that movie. Yeah. It is an underrated movie. Oh yeah. Okay, I, I'm gonna have to give something else though. Please, please, yeah. Guys. And it's not gonna be a cop duo. That's okay. Okay. And it's gonna be a little. Little, little offbeat. I was really hoping for red. But if real red. man, real man was like mainstream cinema, but yeah, please, <laughs> yeah. Was it, was it mainstream for the ten people that saw it. No, totally okay, and, and it is. It's a, it's a little bit of a stretch, but John Travolta and Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction. I would oh. be Samuel Jackson. Okay, and I have a feeling that 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 that, that Donnie would be the the more. John Travolta telling me what an El Royale with cheese I see. really was and how much it weighed. You uh, to distill this down. He's so basically saying you get killed on a toilet. 
<laughs> you die in a toilet. Seen the other Listen, movie, though, if yeah. I'm gonna get, oh, I thought you were gonna be like, I haven't seen the end. Don't spoil it for me. <laughs> Somewhere in the Listen, middle. Right? You know, listen. If I have to, if I have to get shot in a toilet, I, I hope that it's on his Florida Kanye toilet. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 really yeah. Awesome. My full Florida Kanye. Tell throat. me that didn't come full circle. It really did. Unintentional. We're, we're good at that, yeah. <laughs> This, this is, is all good. planned. No, it didn't. Well, somehow. Yeah, because, you know, and the reason I say that is because, you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit more intense. Yeah. A little bit more, you know, uh, uh, I don't want to say pragmatic, but a little bit, you know, maybe. Do you, well, you just don't dig on swine, that's all. Actually, well, actually that's the, what I'm saying. The, the opposite. I'm gonna wait, I was going to wait for him to finish, and that was the least of my points, why it might be the other way around. <laughs> the other way around, yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends on the day. Yeah. It depends on the day. Actually, I would, give, I would give it that, too. Yeah. 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 So, let's, so I want to go back just a little bit. So we're here because of academia. You know, Hopefully, we'll get to talk whiskey here at some point off the mic and all that. It's great getting to be introduced with Adam Harris, The Golden Boy Returns. Really clear narrative here. The makings of a film, even, potentially. But you come from, is it, what's the right word? Not orthodox, Orange County? <laughs> not Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> but orthodox is not the right word no. for Judaism, right? So yeah. devout Judaism? Uh, is that a fair word? Are you Jewish? I know. Re- crazy, right? <laughs> it's a, he, when he sent me his resume, it's look a Jewish my, on Look at oh, my face. <laughs> <laughs> But no, so you grew up in a, a Jewish family. Yeah. When you think about alcohol, describe to me as a guy who's not tuned into the Jewish community. What okay. is alcohol like for a family? So um, it's kind. Of, so it's totally different for every family. Like, okay. most of the most of the friends that I grew up with, yeah, n- nobody really had like a family that was drinking. But part of it is like the expansion of alcohol knowledge and liquor knowledge mm-hmm. and appreciation which you know any of us who have been in the industry for a while it's is that change has been palpable over time right so my parents are not drinkers so at one point at all are no really? i didn't know that no um and not not against it but they don't like they just my, don't drink my mom's joke is like she has like a sip of something once in a while and it's like oh my god it's, it's <laughs> right it's the whole thing my dad my sister and i have really like a, a notebook filled of like our dadisms yeah like of of things that he says at the top of that list is if we would have guests over he'd be like let's uh let's take out the high octane stuff uh, <laughs> mean, what's that spurn off ice no no like, <laughs> no, 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 like 19 to 21 percent banana liqueur <laughs> and the thing is like if if you were to if you were to call my sister right now and be like hey you know i'm mike you don't know me but I'm talking to your brother right now, and he he said that you would respond if I said to you, um, your parents are having some some people over, and your dad wants to do like a special treat for them. Right. What would he say? It would be verbatim, word for word. <laughs> you get the same because that was his that was his thing. Yeah, and it was always very funny. So hopped up on banana liqueur right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> had, had you had the opportunity even to this point to share a solid? Respectable drink with your dad? Like a, you mean like good banana liqueur? <laughs> no, my parents still don't. They still don't. Still not, right? Yeah. For, they don't really imbibe. And uh, it's not for any, they're, they're interested in what I do. But, you know, every, every time I'm with like family or something and someone's with us and says like, oh, what do you do? I always say like, I want you to describe. I want to hear how you describe what it is I do for a living. Because yeah. with, with my parents, they're just like, yeah, he does something in like the wine business, I think. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is fine and it's funny and they're like wonderful people and sure. they don't they're very they're, open about it. Yeah, they they totally are. They they just don't they're not 
drinkers yeah and you know my sister and brother-in-law love wine and cocktails and stuff like that but sometimes you know we joke about being adopted but there's absolutely no way that we're adopted. <laughs> you know we're definitely like our parents kids. it was never an issue though if you wanted to no. pursue drinking it no, wasn't because no. they, they intellectualize it they think yeah. about it like this is cool but we yeah. just don't. i just didn't i didn't really drink until college yeah. and and even then it was like one my like my best friend's dad um was did a lot of wine reviewing yeah and so they had wine in the house and so you let us like taste some stuff oh, that's exactly i was over 21 not to worry and i'm not mentioning names yeah so it's not a problem bill cosby <laughs> bob saget both those dudes aren't listening yeah so potentially fine. the governing body yeah totally when you were 21. <laughs> russell for you in clayton texas i'm gonna be pres- presumptuous and say lone stars and boilermakers all day long no 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 it was nothing all day long dry nothing? county no dry shit county. yeah where, tell me where clayton is so clayton is on the uh state line uh it's panola county is what okay. it's called uh clayton texas was the the town i grew up in it's a town of 80 people uh but uh yeah the accent the... just totally ramped up like as soon as you start talking <laughs> really about it, oh, oh yeah shit. yeah it's awesome <laughs> it's weird because so i took classes to get rid of my accent and 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 when i'm away from texas it goes it goes up more because I, I and when I come back to Texas, it, lo- it usually comes back less because I can hear the accent and I try to correct it. But then when I start talking about back home, it just fucking comes out, man. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I, I grew up in dry counties, man. Like 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 literally some of these places that are still birthed or not birthed, but living by these prohibition laws in the, in the middle of the Bible Belt. So I, I am a sinner for right. what I do back home. So yeah. much sinning. So folks, so much sinning. So well, they, they don't know about all the other. So you, uh, your folks, no matter what, weren't drinking. No, my 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 folks were drinkers. Okay, but I don't think they were really happy about. But but they were also very uh, involved in the community. Yeah. So they were drinkers, kind of like those drinkers, like Baptists. Right. You know, they they <laughs> they, they, they don't dance don't in front that of everybody. You know, know, states, but, but I, maybe yeah. I get what so you're like, you know, they 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 drink behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, they don't drink in front of everybody necessarily, but they're drinkers. You know, and and they were always drinkers growing up. But are they the happiest knowing letting everybody else in the community know right. that they're drinkers, or knowing that you know, no, not so much. So, so. but but now you have you. It's no problem for you thinking about being in this industry long term. Oh no, I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's weird because like I went back to my home county a while back and tried to to initiate some changes, and now all the changes are happening. Oh, killer! Uh, yeah, it's it's, it, great. It, it's great, you know. And so you're seeing, and you're actually seeing a lot of dry counties in Texas actually turn into wet or semi-wet counties. Uh, Money but, will do that too. Yeah, well, I mean, it, they. they <laughs> I, what I really think it comes down to for a lot of those places is, do you want to make the money right. off the taxes or not? Right. You know, and, and it's stupid not to, and everybody's doing you wanna it everywhere. You want to build schools or not? You yeah. don't want to build schools? It's the same, thing with, it's you, the same thing with weed. Yeah, you're, oh, making, totally, you're making a lot less is. money on the, 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 the tickets that you're giving people right. for, and by the way, which is kind of out, it's just awful, but you're giving a lot less money for the tickets you're giving to people that are driving back from these places, right. you know, as opposed to just taxing the alcohol in the place to allow it to actually happen. Yeah. And I think, I, I, I've never said this before, but I think it's tremendously irresponsible for these counties that know that these things are going on, know that they have people they that are going to be able to, that want to drink, that are right. drinking, and forcing them, especially with the laws in Texas, to have to drive 60, 70, 80, 90 right. miles. Yeah. 
to get alcohol and then drive it back and then or to go to a bar and drive it back. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're it, complicit. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I, I, I completely agree. There's exactly. there's a thing that that um, that happens in the Bay Area, which really bothers me. That's on a similar note where like BART, the Bay Area Rapid right. Transit, the last train you can get out on a Friday or Saturday night is just shy of one o'clock. That's to it. To get back to the East Bay. Okay, oh, so in California, bars close at two. Yeah, but the last train is at twelve fifty-five. Irresponsible. So there was a regular at one of my friend's bars who was a county sheriff, and used to come in like off-duty. Of course, would come in and was right. like a was a regular, like really nice guy, really nice guy. Like we would talk. I mean, we definitely like clashed on politics and stuff like that, but like had a brain in his head, and like we had great conversations about mm-hmm. it. So I asked him one time, I mean, I let him get a little first, right? But I, uh, but I asked him, I was like, hey, um, I've always wondered, like, why don't they, ex- I mean, other than the cost of having an additional train, why don't they have one more train at 2.30? Right. Like, I understand that there's cost involved, but like between like, between like accidents and like all this crazy stuff it's that happens, less. especially right. people, especially East Bay with people on the bridge, yeah. like on a narrow bridge that's a double decker. And then just like, some of the nighttime workers, like beyond just bar workers. And stuff no, like you're right. That. Yeah. I, I, I'm just like, let's, you know, and yeah, at workers and patrons and whatever, I'm like, why don't they just do one more train? And he's like, well, because the two counties and the two cities or the cities make more money off of DUIs. The court makes more money off of DUIs. That's disgusting. It's totally disgusting. And I was like, I mean, I promise to never say your name ever. (laughs) Which, which, by the way, like gross. None of us like support drinking and driving. No, of course. But but if you don't give it options, certainly don't support those places that don't allow anything but right. You know, it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And like. This was granted before the time of like, you know, Lyft and Uber and, and well, you know, car shares and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, people make a lot of stupid decisions when they're sober, sure. much less like when they're drunk and they're like, Amplified. oh, I'm going to save like I don't have an extra 20 bucks to take a cab right, right now. You know, you risk I'm it like, all just for twenty bucks. Yeah, fine. But but to walk down to Bart, I'll even pay the extra like an extra two fifty. Let them do an extra tax on right. that last train. I'm still going to do that rather than. You know how many times I had to go back to girls that I didn't want to date again just so I didn't have to... Well, shit, at least. <laughs> I mean, that's probably, it's got to be in the hundreds, right? You're so beautiful. There's a trail of dead behind close, Russ. Right? I was thinking about you again at 3.30 in the morning right after the train. <laughs> this is the real Russell I, Davis. I like your hair. The only reason I'm appreciative of your presence here is that you look like Kurt Russell. Thanks, to man. me, it seems Snake like... Snake Pliskin. Yeah, I'm in the presence. They share a name, bro. They share a name. <laughs> Sterling. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Wow, you have done your research. I try to do. That's your middle nice. name, yeah? yeah? Yeah, nice, nice. So this whole thing, we talk about academia. Let's pull it back to academia itself. Yeah. So for you, Donnie, UC Berkeley, mm-hmm. studying anthropology. Go what? Bears. <laughs> what about that particular field? You studied Did you anthropology? Mm-hmm. I didn't right. realize. Yeah. yeah, well, apparently you didn't do as much research as Mike did. I go, fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's three people in this room and two of them give a shit. One of them doesn't. I don't know, man. Or maybe I'm good at just reading. Being people. super creepy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> super yes. creepy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't 
feel creepy though. I don't think. It yeah, we like walked in the door and he's like, "Yeah, you do seem five eight. I'm like, "Okay, you know what? <laughs> Your penis is four and a half. Yeah, long. that's right. What yeah. the fuck? The pictures do measure. It's not cool up. that he said that about you, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> You're way taller than your dick's long. <laughs> sorry, mate. But that's just how. I mean, listen. Uh, yeah. So I'm but sorry. No, was there a question? Yes, of course. Anthropology at UC Berkeley, great school. But why? Because this is all pre-hospitality, mm-hmm. seemingly. Mm-hmm. What did you plan to do with an anthropology degree? What does anyone do with any degree that's I not a science? I don't know. The question's yours. Business. I don't have to answer. I don't know. I kind of want to know this too, right? Yeah. 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 What so, the fuck are you going to do? You know, so there are, some t- there are those things or those paths that we follow, like a choose your own adventure right. where like you just make this decision, all of a sudden you're on page 17, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, like I had come in um, with uh, cognitive science. Cognitive science was one of the few kind of like interesting sciences where you could do linguistics and psychology and (laughs) fun stuff, but you could still get a degree from um, from one of the College of Sciences as opposed to LNS, which is Letter and Science, but you can only get a BA. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to get a BS. All that stuff is now. <laughs> all that stuff is. Changed. He fell for that. That was a good joke. That was a good joke. I can actually see him doing this. Yeah, <laughs> knowing, knowing I was just like, I want to get a BS just so I can say, <laughs> yeah, dude, I have a BS. Um, no, it was just it was something that interested me. I didn't really know what I wanted to do yeah. with it. It was just a point of like, that was something that you did, and and luck, luckily I was afforded the opportunity to do that. So like, my parents were awesome about it. They're like, okay, I didn't have to worry about tuition, but. Nothing else was paid for, you yeah. know? So, like, I had to get my books, and I had to get things. Lodging, I had to get right? a job and yeah. whatever. But still, I consider myself extremely fortunate that I don't sure. have to pay for college, right? So, but went in, you know, not really knowing what, and so discovered that I was taking, you know, I had to take a bunch of these classes for cognitive, sci- for cognitive mm-hmm. science. Some of them were fascinating. Linguistics still remains, like, one of the most interesting classes I've taken. I took a, a physical anthro class, because it was a combination of like social science and science science and it yeah. was uh, and biology and that was kind of like a good crossover at the time I was also doing like integrative biology um, as a major what that sounds so dangerous it it was it's not it's actually like there were a bunch of different sciences at Cal and then with because it's school it's a state school and a lot of them lost funding so there was no more like ichthyology department it became like Got it. the animal sciences and then like the genetic sciences wow. so there was molecular cell and then they're integrative so, long story short, too late. Um, <laughs> um, if this is on Twitter, we'd we'd fail. Yeah, we yeah, would totally yeah, fail. Way, way more than one forty. We take a right? screenshot yeah. of a yeah. note. Yeah. 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 It's like one forty-seven characters. Yeah, just roughly. Um, cognitive science, the course itself, was one of the worst courses that I took at school. Why? Boring and and pedantic, yeah. and I just it was too much. What does and pedantic it was, mean? Just uh, basic and kind of like a numbskully. Like okay. a it, it just, foster, you it, just don't want to. And like, we had to take like, well, well, and, and to make it Texas related, I had to take like nutritional science. Oh, really? And the, and the professor, so nice from Texas and said tortilla. And I was oh, like, you're from Texas. You can't say tortilla, except you guys say Guadalupe and whatever the other things you say. Right. Here. That's so. Tortilla. Like that's so tortilla. physical. So physical <laughs> anthro was one of the classes I took and I really loved it. And the, the professor was actually. Um, he had actually been suspended for a while because some of his theories, wow. because they thought, because of like the bell curve and they thought it was racist and whatever. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it kind of is, but it was interesting anyway, as far as like, like 
an academic pursuit goes. Right. But then I had to declare in order to go away for junior year abroad. In order to do that, I Would, needed to complete the least amount of courses in anthropology. Got it. Okay. Knowing that when I was in Israel, my junior year abroad, I could take a bunch of anthropology courses and potentially finish the major in Israel. Amazing. Because, you know, archaeology and, sure. and anthropology and all the things that I could take while I was there. Yeah. So that allowed me to get a lot of those things out of so the way. So it's a means to an end to go back to the homeland. Is that fair for me to say? Is sure. that okay? Yeah. Totally. Okay. Just oh, like, that's a nice wrap up. Just like, like Russell yeah. in Texas. <laughs> no. Yeah. Holy shit. That's brilliant. You should yeah. be hosting this. That mm-hmm. brings us back. Oh. What, so, so you got a guitar. You got a lust for women. Guitar. Oh, oh wow. You know my lust for women. That's right. Oh, I've heard plenty of <laughs> For you, the academic pursuit, being in academia and whatnot, was that something that you were passionate about? Are we talking about academia or just like being in this this business in general? The pursuit Formal, of knowledge. Yeah. Pursuit the, of the college. The pursuit of knowledge. No, 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 I think we all want that. Okay. Just a formal college education, as you saw. Oh, that. oh, my formal college education. Well, That's right, yeah. Was that, so was that what you were supposed to do? Is that what you're supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, like? I, I, I originally went to University of Texas. And, you did? Uh, oh, yeah. In Austin? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I was, I was a theater and dance major. Really? Yeah. I, I actually was president of a fraternity on the West Campus of University of Texas. I actually started me? my own fraternity. Uh, that was Lambda Lambda Lambda. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, I, it, was, it was a national fraternity, but my uh, uh, I, I started the chapter there. But no yeah, shit. I was very much. Uh, uh, I always thought that I would be like famous or on television for acting or theater or dance, but I never pursued it. I actually got into the bar industry to pay for college. Means to an end. Yeah, it means to an end. Uh, but the thing is, is that I was. I was a huge. I was a huge nerd. That's all right. I was not cool. We're all lambda, 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 lambda. Well, no, I'm talking about before college, guys. Guys, guys. After college, it was, it was. You couldn't. So you we didn't know what to do. With easy. It. <laughs> you had no idea how to deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, then, o- ogre. Why are they eating so many of these damn pies? <laughs> Here's why. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I like, like, like. Just give you an example of like growing up through high school and stuff like that. I was. I was dressing up from like as Cyclops from X Men oh, and going to comic book conventions, and my dad would just be like rubbing what? his hands through his hair, just being like, "This is not my son," you know. <laughs> just this is the greatest moment I've ever had. Oh my god! To all the listeners out there, really enjoying this right now. The, yeah, image, yeah. the imagery is priceless. I, 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 oh, couldn't, I couldn't talk to girls. I couldn't do anything. And so when I got to college, I was still that that guy. I was right, still that guy. Right. I, I was so nervous. I couldn't. I couldn't talk to girls. I was a comic book guy. I was all this kind of things, and but <sighs> my first girlfriend ever showed me the movie Cocktail, and being in a dry county, which added a mystery to it all, sure. I, I fell in love with that. And so my freshman year of college, I bought that movie, and I would play it nonstop in my my dorm room. Yeah. Uh, and I learned, I, I bought all these bottles and stuff and I set it up in my dorm room and I learned every trick and cocktail. I did that same shit. Did you? Fuck it. Yeah. But with Fanta bottles. Fanta bottles? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not even, they're not the right sorry, Shasta. Right? Shasta bottles. Yes. Right. No, I did the same thing. I was like, Tom Cruise. Oh my God. Why don't I do this? But I mean, you know, it was so fucking older. cool to see it. Do it. Yeah. By the way, just as a point of reference, last night we were walking by Russell's old dorm Yeah. and he, and he was just like, yeah, I used to live in that dorm. 
Yeah, my roommate was an incessant masturbator. He was. He was. <laughs> so yeah, wait, yeah. hold on a second. And yeah. the, the tie-in is his, his roommate's like walking past the doorman being like, yeah, I used to live in that building. My roommate used to watch cocktail like fucking every day. <laughs> every day, man. What's up with that? Don't you oh get tired God. of it? So true. Doesn't your hand get tired from pressing play? Well, so like, how about back, so back on the fodder for masturbation as we're young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kelly Lynch or Elizabeth Shue? Which one drove you? more mad actually none of them drove me. oh come on elizabeth shoe is amazing in that movie she was amazing in that movie sorry but I'm obviously taking things out on you well i mean it's no adventure no 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know kelly lynch was pretty she's good don't fuck with the babysitter russell <laughs> <laughs> but then you got roadhouse yeah. you know you know who i really liked yeah yeah was liza gersh Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Gina From, Gershon. Uh, yeah, Gina <laughs> yep. Gershon. At the bar. At yep. the bar. Yeah. Not Liza. That's good. They only Gina Gershon. The only brunette romantic interest in the whole movie. Right? Yeah. The one taking the photos. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's the one. Well, you know what? Because she was, by the way, she was the fanboy. That's Russell right. loves the, uh, I love the, love the fans. Yeah. Girls. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> you know, so so to, so tie this all in together with like Russell's like or like origin story as a bar right. as a as a bartender. You've heard this origin story though, right, Donnie? Uh, parts of it. Okay. Parts of it. Okay. I hope so, we're experiencing something new here. Today. I am. I am, and and I and it just gave me like a, a connector story here. So you know how like in the third Indiana Jones, uh-huh. it show you know it's got like the River Phoenix thing where you're discovering like oh right, this is right. why he hates snakes and this is how he got the whip and this is how he got the hat and it's like <laughs> all this and you're like oh my god I totally get who you are now right for Russell it was just like he's like my first girlfriend showed me cocktails like the first time he saw boobs yep. the first time he saw a cocktail and yep. he's like I'm in to all of it it's totally true that's it I'm in it's totally true yeah it totally just true. takes one the first time well, that take, I had it actually takes two yeah. and I'm gonna get a little just bit nasty about two, this baby. The yeah. first time I had sex without a condom. Okay. What? Was after watching Cocktail. How old were you? Too young. 27. <laughs> Too young. I was 36 years old. The right I'm answer. I'm 34 right now. It's always. It's but always I'm really hoping in two years ago, someone's going to let me. Yeah, yeah. Finally, I'm going to get that. <laughs> I share that, though. Big nerd, music nerd. Going into I'm an everything nerd, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. When it really comes down to it, everybody thinks they're like, I don't know what everybody thinks, but I'm a huge fucking nerd on everything. It's pretty funny. People wouldn't suspect it, but no, yeah, at, at all. I mean, this is astonishing to me. So yeah. let's take a brief tangent then. How do you feel about Blade Runner 2049? I haven't seen it yet, and you I've been, I've been, I, I, my, one of my business partners just saw it, and I was kind of like, tell me exactly what you thought about it. Right. <sighs> I don't know what to think. About going in to see it, right? Yeah, but yeah. that, but it's a meaningful. Oh, it's cinematic a, 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 just yeah. like it was for me too, oh, yeah. because right. I, I had read, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like I've been just waiting for Stephen King's Stand, yeah, to get a remake. Too. Oh man, that miniseries was. Listen, I love me some Molly Ringwald and some Gary Sinise, and but so- that miniseries. Blue. No, no, no. That's Do not say that. So bad. No, it was the best thing in the entire world. What are you talking about? I had. Then why are you waiting so much for a remake? I had. Why are you waiting so much for a remake? Because it's going to be a remake. I had three channels growing up because I grew up not in California. Okay. Okay. And I had three channels growing up, and it was (laughs) it was it was ABC, CBS, and NBC. If the fucking weather was right. Right. Okay. 
And so, like, seeing the stand come on on ABC miniseries, Amazing. like, we were waiting for that, like, every 7 p.m., yeah. whatever day that was. Oh, and it was fucking amazing what are you talking about donnie Rowan? by the way hold on a second this might have ended our partnership hold on no it's <laughs> fine no no I'll, re- I'll bring it back v the final battle love it mark singer amazing role the final battle for v, for stand? v no, the v, final battle v the final battle. v the final v. battle oh great no we can still be friends because we have gonna, no idea we're gonna show you mike and i will Ama- show that to you amazing miniseries yeah, yeah, yeah. mark singer beastmaster Dude. And other stuff. Beastmaster? Yes. Like the part. original Beastmaster from right. 1980? Don Beastmaster? Cascarelli? Yes. yes. Dude. Had the ferrets? I, That's right. Uh, <laughs> Ironside. What did Ironside? Yeah. What is that? He's the he's one of the dudes in it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Obviously. Jester. I have not done Jester. My Mark Singer research. No. By the, I, no. by the way, I just want to point this out to everybody. Yeah. The Stand miniseries was amazing. Please go out and run it. <laughs> You should you should see it. It was it, yeah. <laughs> come on, man. It was fucking great. Okay. It was great. All right. Yeah. I've I've never seen it. What? Yeah, and I self admitted. They had Dauber. Did you from read Coach. it? I love Dauber. <laughs> I especially didn't read it. Okay, you should read it. It's okay. pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. I want to. Yeah. I love Stephen King profusely, but in this his band's form. pretty awesome. He's well, you know, and he's he's coming out with that from what I've heard, he's coming out with that new series. That's supposed what? to be all based around. So you know how like uh, Stranger Things and right, all these right. other places have done like these these really great movies that are based around that. Well, so what what is it? Castle Rock, mm-hmm. Maine. Mm-hmm. So he's creating a series that's going to be. I don't know if it's on Netflix or HBO. I should I shouldn't be talking about this, but it's based around the city that he has made the fake city for all Castle of his yeah. books. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Stand so, by me. Yeah, the stand body. by me. Yeah. Every book has been made around Castle Rock, Maine, and so he's or what? Whatever. No, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they're they're creating this series based upon that city wow. with all this weird shit that's going on. You know, you got Pennywise the clown. Absolutely has to succeed. But I want to just on this tendril of Stephen King, mm. Shawshank Redemption. Donnie, how does it make you feel? Uh, it's one of the things that when it's on. You're just like, I really hope it's towards the end because I'm going to get sucked in and this is three hours. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yes. But there, there's like a couple, there's a couple of, of like soliloquies in that that are just stellar. And, and they're the things that everyone walks away with and remember. And because of the fact that it's so iconic, right. there, are other, there are moments in other, you ever watch the show Suits? No. No, I haven't. You should okay. actually, it's really interesting. Okay. But there's, they, it's, Two the two that the main characters are constantly making like movie references to each other, right. and it's kind of like fun. Most of them are things that people would recognize, but they're usually like a little bit of a deeper cut because that's right. part of who they are as characters. Love it. Um, but there's totally like a, a Shawshank thing, and it this was maybe like a couple months ago that I saw it, and it specifically made me think about how iconic Shawshank is and how like how deep that has gone into the consciousness of so many people. That's amazing. Saw it. Yeah. Get busy living. What's that? Get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> My favorite movies. So, Russell, for you, Shawshank, what do you feel? <sighs> I feel like I love the movie. I don't go out of my way to watch it. Right. But if I see it on, it's normally better than anything else that's on at that time frame. Always better. Always Even better. than Major League when it's on Comedy Central. Yeah, it's I mean. It's still even better than that. Yeah, no, even when Hot Shots Part 2 is on. <laughs> 
<laughs> with Charlie Sheen. I'm still going to choose Shawshank Redemption. And more yeah. importantly, Carrie Ellis. <laughs> so let's not, you know. Of course. I, I, I think it's a great movie. I, I thought that it was even cooler finding out after I watched the movie the first time that it was Stephen King. Yeah. 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 Love Although I, I, I'll have to say that it's not like, Oh, Shawshank Redemption. No kidding. Okay. It no it's, it. it's not in my top ten. Really? But it's something that like I think is really I'll, powerful I, and an amazing movie. If I'm hungover already, I'll yeah. stop the rest of the program. Already. To watch that. <laughs> well, so, all right. Before we talk about the Genesis story between you two, mm-hmm. give me a movie that is in your top ten. You always revisit. You're always just really, just lovely to watch it again. I mean... One, I have a Just list. Once. Yeah, I have a list that I keep. Okay, and at one because I found myself saying, "Oh yeah, that's in my top five. That's in my top 10. Right. More often, and then I sat down and wrote them down. And I realized that I had thirty-four movies in my top ten. Mathematically, it doesn't work out for me. New, no, it does not. You it's, are good. Yeah, you are very good. <laughs> um, but one of them for sure is Safe Men. Safe Men. Safe Men. What's yes. that? What is that? It's another great movie that like nobody saw and is amazing. It sounds relatively familiar. It, it's it's the. Almost the first movie for Sam Rockwell, Steve Zahn, Paul Giamatti, um, Harvey Firestein. Oh my God! Mark Ruffalo. Really? And and not to give anything away, but it's essentially about um, uh, mistaken identity and the two Jewish gangsters who run Providence, Rhode Island, and their battle against each other. It's absurd and it's amazing. Who directed it? You know? No idea. Okay, doesn't matter. Sorry, director. I'm sorry. That's amazing. Yeah. Holy shit! And that when I was telling you, I was telling you just earlier tonight about like the like the nerd factor. When I was, I went to Sundance for years for work. No kidding. And like all these people would like run and like, oh my god, I saw like you know like these super big famous people. Yeah. I'd be like, I saw Paul Giamatti and Sam Rockwell on the street today. Oh my god! You know, I was like super excited. I saw Sam Rockwell at like um, Pancho Villa. He's a badass. He is. And That's I saw him at Pancho Villa in San Francisco, and I walked up to him. And like I hit him with something from Safe Men, and both of us started laughing because oh he's God. like, no one saw that. And I'm like, well, me and all my friends have because you're so happy that you didn't say movie. something else from another it's movie. It's so yeah. amazing. Good. He's like, thank you for not mentioning Charlie's yeah. Angels. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. yeah. Russell, give me one from the top ten. Please. Shit, man, this is a really tough one. I, 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 just one. That's all. In all honesty, yeah. To reference it again. But big trouble in little China. Oh. I cannot fucking turn it off. Oh, it's so good. Period. It's so good. There's no reason it's to watch so... it again except that it's always good. It's yeah. always fucking good. Wait, maybe it's gonna end differently this time. No, nope, still no, good though. No, still good. Still good. So can I pitch? So I'm gonna pitch. I've never pitched this ever except with my one friend who's a director, film writer. I've got an idea for the sequel. Okay, now I know Rock is coming. By the way, I've had a thousand ideas for the sequel. So, all right, let me run this one. No, let me run this one by you. So, The Rock, he's apparently signed up to do this. The Rock? You already went The Rock? No, no, not me. Oh. But that's rubbish. Like, they're not I thought you went The Rock. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock? That's right. Oh, God. He bought the rights to the sequel. But. Did he really? Yeah. Here, here's the real sequel. I don't know how I feel about that. Dwayne, if you're listening, call us. <laughs> please, please, no, seriously, will be super fun. I'm sorry. Can I pour myself some more scout? Uh, please, yes. While you, I hold you captive so I can pitch my idea. Yeah, we're going to go to this other one here. Which, what is the other one? Just so it's a San Luis del Rio, I think, with a Stitzel Weller cask rested. That was, we're oh, drinking so all same, of this. So this is the Alvarados, and that's the I think so. San Luis. I have to look to be certain, but I think it's San Luis del Rio. But, so here's the, here's the pitch Not for Big Trouble Little China 2. Everybody will try to do something. So Jack obviously 
got kidnapped in the first one. All part two is about is rescuing Jack fucking Burns. That's it. Mm. Friends, they go to get him. I don't know where he is. I disagree, though. I don't think Jack Burton would allow himself to be... But that know, monster was so big. It was so big. But, you know... I, I, and Kim Cattrall still looks pretty good right now. You could just so. put her in the movie. She'll look the same. I bet the Wayne, his friend, probably looks about So who would be the hero? It would have to be, it would have to be like Karate Kid 5, where like the young woman is the yeah. hero. Well, you could make it, it, yeah, absolutely make it a woman, but you could make it... Oh, my God. It's the girl from Kick-Ass. She's the hero. Oh, uh, Chloe, Chloe Moretz. Chloe Moretz yeah. The one so that good. I, so I love good. to say, like, yeah, She's that really you good. wish you weren't so like had such an age difference with. Yeah, Russell, I get that. <laughs> we want to address it head on. I shouldn't have, said, so that. I get what I shouldn't you're have said that. I immediately take that back. No, I get what you're saying. She's like thirty. She just looks really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, a bit <laughs> among all this madness, it begs the question: How you two met? Can you recall the time where Donnie can recall it better than I can? Yeah. I have, he, he was so passed out this on is, the table. So, no, 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 this is this is like the the joke that happens often. So, people are like, you know, Russell's talking about how he was like a like a huge nerd growing up. Yeah. So, like, we got into trouble all the time, like me and my friends. But it was a very different kind of trouble. It was the kind of trouble where, like, I have an older sister who definitely paved the way for me. Like, she went and got in like a lot of trouble, mm-hmm. and then made it sort of easy for me. Plus, I was the boy mm-hmm. which i th- i think it's just sort of like a it's a thing that's like inherently built into parents so they let the boy get away with more um but of course my sister like get you know takes credit for like oh yeah well you wouldn't have been able to do that for if, if i hadn't like sort of screwed it up for everybody beforehand right. so um we would go out you know late and do crazy stuff but none of it was really crazy like we weren't doing anything bad you're just like eating sandwiches we were yeah we were yeah, we're just going out and eating sandwiches. Eating sandwiches. <laughs> Wait, how did you know that? Yeah, and they all had the crust cut off, and they were cutting quarters. Sure. No, we would go. We would go like you know out late and like adventure off to you know Los Angeles and stuff like that, which right. which we were not supposed to be doing. But at the end of the day, like I you know growing up wasn't drinking, wasn't doing any of that stuff. Growing up, when when I tried weed for the first time, like I told my folks, yeah. I was wow. just like, I just want to wow. let you know that like I'm responsible. I'm not a jackass. And so like I tried this thing. And it was amazing. And it was so good. I can't talk to you guys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't. You don't even you don't understand me. Um, no, it was it was one of the things. But then like uh, in general, I have a good memory for people and, and occasions. Not, and, not a great, not a good memory, by the way. It's a fucking phenomenal memory. Thank you. Steel trap. Appreciate it. So like good memory for the for faces. It actually becomes a little awkward. Like if I meet a woman for the first time and I'm just like you and I know each other from somewhere and then I'll be like, I wish that there was someone here to tell you that that's not a line. Yeah. Like I know you from somewhere and at some point during this hour, I'm going to remember. That's where I come in. No, he really thought he knew you. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we met. Russell was my Russell was my wingman. Not true. Not true. Oh. I I met him here through Rob Pate that he worked for. Yeah, yeah. When Russell was working at Pesce, I don't remember this. I remember that, it later on. There are a yeah. couple years you don't remember though, right, Russell? Well, I mean, there's a few years. Yeah, well, <laughs> two thousand years. It's to just 2009. portions of years. Yes. Decades, yeah. if you so, want yeah. around. No, he was working here at Pesce, and that's why I met him through um through Rob Pate. Yeah, okay. It was a place that is. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, you know, I and I kind of lie. I, I do remember meeting him, but it was. Further on in San Francisco, that really solidified. Yeah, yeah. Were you at Rick House then? Yeah, yeah. I was at Rick House. I was at Bourbon Branch. 
and uh, yeah, being that good, that guy. Good energy between you. <laughs> oh, awful! I, I I think he's a prick. Yeah, it's terrible. Makes good, <laughs> it makes for a good business. It relationship. makes for a great business relationship. He's like, you trust me? No, great. <laughs> this blessed union that we've been able to experience this evening is because everybody's in town. You're doing staff training. I I feel so sad now that I wasn't able to help and do talk about fucking whiskey at Academia, a spot that has been plagued with success and failure all the same. Oh, the location? That's right. Yes, so you've sir. got pleasant storage room that was there for people that are in Austin, love Tiki. You got Ila or Isla that was there. Tell me in a singular kind of message, what does academia mean to the spot? If I'm coming in, I've got no godly idea what I'm to expect. <laughs> what should I expect, Russell? Okay, so there's two different ways I could approach this. Sure. I could approach this as the sales pitch. No, don't or I could approach this yeah. what I see that first person coming in there. Perfect. Feeling. Do it that way. Okay. In your way. So, if you're that random person walking in, I hope that you walk into a bar where, one, you can feel the electricity of the energy of what's going on around you. Right. I hope that you don't understand why the feelings of what everything in your surroundings around are giving you, but it does give you something. Mm. And it incites a feeling into you, whether it be hunger, whether it be excitement, whether it be calming down. Uh, I hope when you walk in, especially for those people who have no idea what it's going to be, that you're going to be able to get an amazing drink served to you by an amazing staff that has done it into a, a quality, not just a quality, but in a way that shows you that showmanship that you want to see. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day that we've done things so simply, but executed, executed them so complexly that uh, it kind of blows your mind. And if we want to go into that a little bit more, we can. No, so, <laughs> no, so one of the, one of the interesting things yeah. in general about like going out and drinking. So it's not like it's something you can't do at home, right? And right. and there's a lot of cocktail enthusiasts out there, and we talked about this a lot, like regarding like shaker and spoon, like people who are like cocktail enthusiasts, right. and they have all the tools, and they have cool bar at home, and and they're really intrigued by all this stuff, and they're like, we could do it at home. Well, then why do people go out? People go out because of the show. People go out because of the experience. Right. People go out because of the strange. People go out because they like want to meet weird people because they want to like interact with other humans or take their pants but you, off. But you know, right. like or take their pants off. Right. Pants I'm on, not, pants off. It doesn't matter. Seriously. Well, Mr. Miyagi's like first rule that they never talk about: pants <laughs> on, pants off. But you know, the, I guess the reason that I, I explain it the way that I do is because there's so many bars that open up around the country, not just in Austin, yeah. but that are always like. Here's up front in your face, which you're going to get different. Okay. Right. And I just want to explain to some people that this is, this is something that you always wanted and that, uh, you don't have to have this like crazy out of body experience, although it will be to an extent as far as far as experiential and cognitive psychology and behavioral psychology that we're going into, which we can talk about, sure. but I don't want it to feel like so made up that it's not true 
You know what I'm saying? It, uh, think of it this way. Think of it as um, whether it's a friendship or like a an attraction relationship. Mm-hmm. You you have people that you've had in your in your life where you're like, I can't explain it to you. I can tell you like where I met this person. I can tell you the occasion. But there's something about like this. There's something about this person that like is nostalgic and warm and right. friendly so it's like something familiar something something familiar yeah. but also like different and like a, and attractive and whatever so it's one of those things where like you don't walk in and nothing wrong with tiki bars like and russell and i both love i mean i probably yeah, all three of us Martin love King. tiki bars like we love those those kinds of things sure. but at the end of the day like you're gonna walk in and everything's gonna be special and nothing's gonna be in your face the whole point is like you go and you're like i don't know what it is about this place but like I love being here. Like I love being here. It just it's comforting and it's warm and it's wonderful and like it just happens to have amazing drinks. And and, and we're working with a bunch of cognitive and behavioral sciences to make that happen. But then at the end also too is I'm in love with these historical places. Right. That've been they've been gathering places for some of the best minds. And I don't think all of them have been celebrated. Some have been celebrated like El Florida in Cuba. Yeah. And with 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 Hemingway. Just had their two hundredth anniversary, by the way. Yeah. A bunch of friends of ours were there this past week. Amazing. Where yeah. where it was a place that was opened up that that for some reason just attracted these great creative minds and these great creative people. There's certain bars in history that have attracted these things. Some of them are famous, some of them are not. Another one that I think is is amazing is a bar called Moe's in Playa del Rey. Yeah. Moe's in Playa del Rey was the inspiration for some of the stuff with the Simpsons, some of the stuff with yeah. the South Park. Like places were really like that that actually like how do you insinuate this creative, amazing aspect of doing something to bring in these creative, amazing minds? You know? And, and it's because you walk in the door and you're like if you were walking the door as an analyst, you'd be like, what's special about this place? Right. Okay, nothing. If you walk in like to the place as as someone who, who just happens to walk in off the street and they're like, I just want to sit down and like have a beverage or just have a moment. Yeah. Those are like you walk in, you're like, I don't know what it is, but this place is incredible. You know, you know what? At the end of the day, and I'm starting to realize this now. I want to create a place. Donnie and I want to create a place. Donnie and I and our partners want to create a place that cannot be described in two sentences. Yeah. Not tweet worthy. <laughs> we can we can always simplify, but at the end of the day, like some of my favorite places around the world are places that are whether they started out like this or not, yeah. are places that are comfortable. Like yeah. just comfortable, whether they're they have some like crazy cocktail program or not is is relevant. So like pouring ribbons in New York City, and, and that's it's New York City. Like it's right. Manhattan. Like there's so many great places in the, in that area. You can go to Mace, where like every cocktail is like an experiment, and you can you can like hate on that all you want, like how crazy it is. But like you go through the whole menu and you're like, holy shit, all those drinks are good. Like every single one of those is fun and intriguing. When you go to pouring ribbons, you're like, yes. He's created like this great chart of where these drinks are. But at the end of the day, it's a fun neighborhood bar that you just want to go because it feels good to be there. It just feels great to be there. So all of our work, all of our art, whether we're writing a song, whether we're making a spirit, it's a reflection of us. (laughs) Right? 
wall is coming down. <laughs> <laughs> so winds of change. Right? That's right. Winds, winds of change. Being a nerdy guy, so we're both nerdy guys. Yeah. Maybe that's not that doesn't make us popular. Maybe that doesn't make us in favor of a lot of people, right? You've done a lot of Russell. You've done really visible work, right? You've been on TV. You're in LA. You're doing you were on TV. Apparently, I heard once it. or twice. Someone okay. tweeted about it. Or eighteen times. I don't know. I, I never saw his face. On it. Uh, I think he was the least loud of the guys on screen. Totally. So it's hard to, to notice him. I was like, wait, who is that? That guy? Who's is that, that Joe Pesci? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I a fucking clown? <laughs> but the, but <laughs> do you want this? All right. So do you want this bar to be a place that is elevated and intellectual, but also being down to earth and nerdy just like you oh absolutely and i and i think that that accomplishing what we're talking about is you have to find that perfect balance yeah and i don't think it's that hard to find no. you know these days yeah, you know yeah. it, it, it's it's already out there you know it, it's just us giving it to them yeah in life in general the things that we find really great are the ones where Someone made a great effort. Someone did a lot of preparation, but it doesn't feel that way. Right. You know, you walk in, you're just like, wow, this is really well thought out, but it's super casual and easy and fun. Right. And honestly, like Kate does that too. We know, and then you also can learn stuff from places that have not thought out anything and are fucking packed. Right. And, and, and you still have to figure out, well, what is that, what is that zombie mentality that made it so good for them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get it on both terms. How long till we see Academia in its full force production ready version? Full Rough force? Yeah. October 28th. Boom. No shit. Saturday, October 28th. So close. Do, 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 do. I was waiting for him to say it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do, 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 you guys are talking about this? October like in public and shit? Do, 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 do. Wow. <sighs> Some chariots of fire in the background from Donnie. Thank you so much. <laughs> Oscar Award nominated song. Thank brilliant you. soundtrack. Thank you. Yeah. So it, it, you know, it, you didn't think I would catch that. It's you? it's. I, a, of course I would. Vangelis, bro. Vangelis, bro. Come on. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a quick opening too. Um, you know, what we're really proud about this is that from decision to actually start or open a bar. Yeah. Uh, ourselves to the actual execution will have been 10 months. Wow. And that never happens in this industry. Yeah. Um, I mean, we went through everything from hiring, construction. Uh, we're still going through a lot of this stuff too. Uh, but that, that kind of stuff never happens that quickly. Our but, team from around the world too. From around the world. Around the world. Crazy. They, you know, just put it, so like sort of like casually put it out there. And like the response was stupid, mm. and like you know we can't take all of that. Like part of it is just like, oh yeah, Austin's a super cool town, and like right. people just wanted to come here. But I mean, it's definitely like people are like Russell Davis, hell yeah, I want to in on that. And then like you, like the concept is great, like all these things together, people just sort of like dove on it. And we have, a, I mean, our team is ridiculous. Like, it's which, awesome. but you know, which is funny too, because like the the idea of Russell Davis and what people think is, yes. is very different when they get down here. But I think that they like it a little bit more. 
you know, because it's better than the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, you seemed really cool, and then I met you, and then I was like, Pfft. no, this yeah. is the thing, right? Like, you are down to earth, fucking dude. Thanks, dude. No, but I would have never thought that. The stories that I heard, you have this amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so let's talk about the stories you heard. Yeah. <laughs> what did you somebody say <laughs> it rhymes with Blarplus? <laughs> I heard so much, you know. I yeah. mean, I'm mean, in full disclosure. I heard yeah. so many stories about Go for you. It. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> without getting into detail, you're not the guy that I thought. This is way better. Oh, thanks, man. And if this is any expression of how the bar will be, then I have to go. I, I I'll be compelled. It rhymes with Schmil Schmasby. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. It does. Uh, you know that that that's actually something that's very interesting is because there's there's very much like with my image and everything there's very much been like this this realistic version of me yeah and this I cannot don't like, meet oh. your heroes type of thing <laughs> <laughs> type exactly of thing. Like, yeah, yeah yeah you know but 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 uh, my my passion doesn't lie um but luckily well. You know, it's 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 you know it's a weird thing to attack because you don't think like being a bartender or being a bar owner right. or being like someone you don't think that you're gonna have to attack this and then you go on television and then you have everybody talking about you and you have all this kind of stuff that happens. Right. Um. And 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 so you know you you kind of you kind of want to work it all into your into your universe before you make the decisions on what you're doing. You know. So I won't lie that uh, it doesn't affect the way. That, in the decisions that you make and the wavelengths that you you live on but uh at the same time you know you you can't let those things affect you so you get into this weird like what the fuck do i do you yeah. know uh and at the end of the day the only thing that you can really do is what you feel is what's right right and that's the hardest thing that to me what comes down to being a consultant or anything like uh, we've got a guy that's that's our bar manager named Greg, who's who's just amazing. He's an amazing kid, um, and he's starting to learn how to do some new things. But you know, sometimes you just have to stick by what you know is what's right in order to make these decisions. And yeah. and he's starting to understand that too. Uh, but it's kind of cool to see that with him within him in order to understand that that's what I need to remember too. Man. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, and we get to and we get to watch him do these things also. And like Russell and I are like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's a, like it's so great. Like, Did it make right? sense what I was saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was, <laughs> I was hanging on every word there. <laughs> I don't know. It was that. quite tender. Yeah. Was, was it tenderish? Tender, yeah. yes, a, a Neil Diamond moment. So my sweaty balls. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. So I've got I, two I, I, I two on. questions left, Pete, for you guys. Sweaty. <laughs> Obviously, we, sh we should. Keep talking, keep mm. doing this thing, and we, should, and we will. But one of the things I think is really important. Yeah, please. Be, actually, before you go in there, I just—I literally just got a text that we've been invited, including you, sure. for for Misco. So, Del? Uh, with Evan. Evan. Yeah. Yeah, Evan, if you're listening to this later, that's right. Evan is you just invited. Lovely, yeah. lovely. It's person. your fault. We're into it. <laughs> so we've we've had this. Um, amazing hour of talking about each other's lives, films, comedy, mezcal, mezcales. So this is a question I ask everybody, but I'm really curious, and I'll go left to right here, Donnie. But Russell, so you are at any bar in the world, doesn't matter where, doesn't matter what you're drinking. Yeah. You can have a sip of anything with anybody, 
living or deceased, you can have a conversation with them. Who would you love to just post up at the bar and have a conversation with? Honestly? Yeah, of course. Adolf Hitler. Oh my god, weird. I was going to say that. We That's really? really fucked up. I'm like, it's more it, I, conflicted for Donnie. Yeah, but super yeah, conflicted. Why? Why is it more conflicted? Because you're Jewish? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's exactly oh, oh, why. I get it. Because it didn't. Have, yeah. yeah. No, that's kind of my jam. I he would have killed I us. I get it. We would have been it. fine. I, I think he's guy. the most like, fucked up individual ever. Yeah. And I would love to like sit there and have a drink with the most fucked up individual ever and figure out what the fuck he was thinking. Wow. Tell me about your mother. <laughs> you know, oh. like I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, he, wow. That, uh, that's the way I look at. It. I'm that's not really Jewish. weird. I'm like, is it weird for me to think this right now? But I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, what if I say Eva Braun? No, 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 no. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to, I want to understand what the most fucked up guy that doesn't drink thinks about. You know, like, yeah. You mean our. Oh, or maybe Donald. <laughs> okay, or Donald Trump. I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, Donnie wanted to say it. Or Donald Trump. Or Donald Trump. So my two favorite people to have a drink with would be either Adolf Hitler or Donald Trump. And I like that you put them on the same shelf. <laughs> yeah, That says quite a lot. Donnie, and, and Donald, you're more than welcome yeah, to what come do you fucking think? have a conversation oh, with me. Man. I w- so I, I want to share this. I had a dream a few months back. I went to the White House in this dream. And he uh, he was very cordial to me. And we sat down and we drank bourbon. And I'm like, this is a joke, right? He's like, yeah, of course. And that was it. And I woke up. <laughs> and it was a big fucking joke. And we, we shared a good bourbon and a laugh over the whole thing. But Donnie, for you, Adolf Hitler. <coughs> no, no, I mean, I've got to change it now. Yeah. So, so listen, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people who are like, if I'm at a table with a bunch of people and I right. look at the menu, I choose a couple things. Because if someone else orders something that I want to order, i got to order something I else. hate that. Hate it. It's not a matter of hating it. It's a matter of being always wanting to share. Yeah. And so I'm just like, if you have that thing, right? I want a bite of it, and I'm going to give you a bite of mine. You yes. know, like I want to share with yeah, you. Of course. Like, Let that me share way, something new with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the family stuff. I, my friend Kim that I grew up with is such like a food lover, does not share. She's like, if I order a meal, this is the meal that I want. This is the framework. She's very like, she's very like chop chop like wow. that. And yeah. listen, I respect her, and sure. she's brilliant. But it's one of those things she doesn't do. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to family style anything with Kim Decker. <laughs> right? But but at the end of the day, like, I want to share something. So same thing. I'm going to switch this up a little bit. For me, it's always been like historical figure. Like someone that I would never have a chance to ever meet ever. Right. Like just even like <laughs> even quantum leap rules. Like someone that didn't even live within my <laughs> lifetime. You know, like I couldn't ever cross over with them. It would have to be Moses. I mean, think about, listen. You know he drinks some wine. What do you think Moses would drink? Wine? Oh, no, no. For sure agave. For sure. For sure agave. Really? Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, I mean, I I noticed I didn't say tequila because it's not Mexico. Well, there's a denomination of origin and, you know, he was wandering in the desert. Yes, let's intellectualize Moses drinking (laughs) with you at a bar. Anyway. So, but no, because listen, he's a, he's a, um, a prophet for, for multiple religions. Right. Um, he's also an historical figure that no one like denies his actual like his actual existence. Yep. And he was a crossover. He was someone that was born into a different family, was essentially like adopted and had so much conflict and like so much family conflict yeah. to the point that like they're making cartoon movies out of it that were coming out at the same time. Like what an interesting person to speak to. And he was also someone who back that long ago married a black woman. Mm. That actually, that 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 woman in history—that's who my mom's named after. 
What's the first name? Zippy. Zippora. Nope. Yeah, totally. Mom's Super. Name's I thought you were gonna be like your mom's black. Yes, she is. Yeah, Zippora. So that's amazing. Yeah. So Sexy really name. interesting figure that that's like. So so just today I was I saw this clip of of Anderson Cooper being presented with the concept that like his uh, his family history yeah. that his ancestor was actually beaten to death by his own slave. Oh my god. So meanwhile this is Anderson Cooper finding out that like his ancestors owned slaves and then found out that this ancestor was actually beaten to death and this was this was like a direct ancestor sure. was beaten to death by one of those slaves. And he was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And so the interviewer is just like, um, do you think you deserved it? And he's just like, yeah. Like, no hesitation. He was like, of course you deserved it. He owned wow. a fucking slave. I never, I never heard about that. <laughs> so That's great. amazing. Yeah, yeah really great. So I love the, Anderson Cooper, by the yeah. way. So, yeah. So one of those things where, like, I almost, like, cheered because I was like, That's a really hard thing to do. Like, we all have these, like, emotional sure. connections. And, like, I have an emotional connection to to this person historically yeah. and, and religiously. But what an interesting person to talk to. And cr- and crossed over in so many different ways was essentially like, you know, someone who grew up with this culture and this history that he didn't even know about, and it had to be convinced of the fact that he was this person, wow. and convinced of the fact that he was potentially this prophet. Like yeah. how how crazy is that? Like what a mind fuck, right? Wait, what was the question again? It was what's two plus two. <laughs> <laughs> right. You picked Hitler already. You already like yeah. it. Yeah, I was about to say Firmly. my dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, what's two plus two? Hitler. My Some, dad. Sometimes. <laughs> it's hard to say. So we found a good... What about you, Mike? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, man, no one asked me that. No one asked me that question. Well, they should. But you know so what? So John Carpenter. Were you talking about? Let's oh. Right. For a second, so, I told you... Because you said John Carpenter. I thought you were going to say Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Van Damme. And I was going <laughs> to no. be super pumped. No, but I love Jean-Claude. Although yeah. he's... Jean-Claude Van Damme's doing some fucking awesome stuff lately. Oh, yeah. for sure. The yeah. new series on Amazon. The new one. series on Amazon. The the commercial that he did with the... Oh, like airplane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The splits. Amazing. Yeah. 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 So here's the cool thing about John Carpenter, the man who brought us Big Trouble in Little China, the thing. Halloween. Prince of Darkness. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He's from Kentucky. He okay. was born in Kentucky. What, John Carpenter? That's right. Okay. If John Carpenter refused to drink bourbon with anybody, I might be a little upset. But Has he? I have no confirmation or denial that he does not or does drink bourbon. So if there's any impetus for people to go out there and try to have a drink with John Carpenter, drink some goddamn bourbon. Well, so, well, well, I mean, like, look at his movies. Right. How many of those main characters would not have drank bourbon? Not one. Not, not one. Not one. Not one. Thank you, Russell. That really puts things at ease for me. <laughs> 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 it really does. So we've spent an hour and a half talking about life, comedy, Bill Cosby, Steve Gunberg, so many goddamn things. And this has been brilliant. <laughs> the life of Brian. Spring Steve Gunberg Bible. Brian, mm-hmm. Eric Cl- we never John got Cleese. the Steve Gunberg Bible. What? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amazing things that only Mescal can be the conduit to. So, last question for you guys. Donnie, you're going to be in Austin just a little bit longer, probably the end of this week. Russell, you're back to return. What's the next thing you guys want to achieve? You open academia. It's a rousing success. What's the most immediate near thing you guys Donnie want to do? Donnie has to go do? first. 
Ooh, well, that's fair. Oh, that's so Like cool. want or is what's actually happening? No, want. That could be, I want to grow two inches taller. I I love changing people's perspectives. Yeah. So so for me, that's one of my favorite things. So like there's something that that I talked about with the with our own staff. Like it's one of those things where people bring a lot of ego into food and beverage, right? Yeah. Bartenders, chefs, there's there's a lot of ego in it. And and listen, it, it's a, a hum, it's a human nature thing to want to leave your mark, right? You want right. people to remember something you did they want you want them to remember you like it, you know it, think of someone that you know who has a pet peeve or like i met that person five times and they're like hey nice to meet you and you're like hey fuck you hate it right right so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean that, you know that's totally me <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah you're like hey russell davis nice to meet you and you're like oh, i nice met you five times you say, fuck you yeah. right yeah totally. Yeah. so it's it's one of those things where i explained to them i was like if you have if you have a connection with your guest, um, they might not remember your name. They in in their memory in the past, they might mm-hmm. not remember the name of the drink, the name of the bar, or, or whatever. But there's some aspect that they'll remember. Whether it's like, yeah, I was in Austin. It was the first time that I that like I ever liked tequila. Yeah, you know, I love the concept of someone's someone's like base. Their, their, I don't even know, like their existence. Like, here's who I am, and this is what I do, and this is what I like. Right. Having a piece of that existential being changed in some way that someone I know that either like works for me or I trained or me having a mark on that, that's something that they will remember forever. I don't care if they don't remember my name. I really don't. And that's what I try to instill in the staff. In the staff. I'm like, don't be offended. But like this person, like even if you think you never see or hear from them again, they will be out there in like Ontario, like in, in, <laughs> like no seriously, like in Toronto, in Toronto, right. Canada, or in Dubai, or in Dubai, or in Honolulu, and they'll be like, I the first time that I ever liked tequila in my life was in this bar that I can't remember in Austin, where like the music was great. And like this bartender was cool. Ah, oh, man, I wish I remembered their name. But it was the first time that I ever liked tequila. And I mm-hmm. literally hated tequila when I walked in the door of that place. Yeah. And like now I love tequila and it's like changed my options for life. Like that, whatever it is that I do in the future, like we're, I'm opening a restaurant in, in Pittsburgh next week. Yeah. Like that is not important, as important as changing people's perspectives moving forward. Love it. Love it. Love it. Wow. Fucking man of the people, Donnie. Jesus Christ. It was a man of the people, like, answer. It was fucking... No, it's good. I mean, Congress soon, right? I can't run for I'm Congress, just but thank you. I'm just going to shut the fuck up and let <laughs> any answer go through, Donnie. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's good. PR answer. <laughs> let me tell you for now sure. what Russell wants. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, that, like, so, so you've done so many different things. Obviously, you've got these accolades for TV. You've got... You're wanting to work on robots in space. You're doing the Manhattan Prize. There's so many goddamn things, Russell. But, like, what... What's next that might make you feel full? Mm. Meeting Captain Sulu. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually make something. Uh, but uh, just giving people that something that's great. Yeah. Um, I think giving people something that's great is very simple. Uh, and 
I don't have I don't know how to explain this without make, making it seem too complex. But um, giving people something that they've always wanted without them realizing that they wanted it. Mm-hmm. That's what's important to me. That's being the best possible host you can. Like that that's that's what being a host is all about. Like right. you don't even know you wanted it and I gave it to you. Exactly. Exactly. And 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 the experiences and the actual like ways that we do these things, they're gonna be different than every other bar. But at the end of the day, the experience is gonna be the same. Yeah. And it's gonna be a great one. And so to me, the most important thing with doing all of this is at the end of the day is whether it's giving person a great drink, giving person a great one-off experience, just give them the best experience of their entire life and giving them the best experience they could have there. Um, that's important to me. Yeah. And uh, I think we're going to figure that out. And I think we have figured that out. I don't want to be one of those guys that's so cocky that says that we've got this. You know that we we we've got this, and we're gonna we're gonna do this for you, because there's still a little bit of uh, we need you to commit to yourself to come in. Um, we want to know who our like we 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 know who our audience is, but we want to like really get to know our audience yeah. because it really isn't like it's not a theme bar, it's not like that. It's it's a place where people want to come and hang out and interact with each other. Yeah, yeah. So you know, at, at, like as a tie-in to what Russell's talking about, and also the things that we want to instill in people and also sort of like the idea, the, the question that you asked before yeah. about like what the bar is and you were asking about like favorite movies. So like <laughs> really the bar is a combination of the movie Cocktail and in the movie and in the movie Heathers. <laughs> hold on yes. a second. And this yes. is, so this is fun. And I had to like, I explained it to Russell because like it's something, it's a movie that I've seen a thousand times. Sure. Um, there's this really brief scene where it's the the fact in the faculty lounge, so it, like in my mind, it's a combination of like Russell's vision of what this bar is, plus like Tom Cruise hopping on the bar and the last barman's poet, and and that scene in Heather's where the faculty is away from the students. They no longer have to be the role models. They no longer have to be the teachers. They can just be human. They can be themselves and they yeah. can be real. And they're all smoking and drinking and being like, you know, like. Um, <laughs> there's, this, there's this great thing where, where you know one of the, the really like hippie teachers is just like we, we should all gather in the cafeteria <laughs> and just like talk and feel and there's this pause and the principal who's like smoking a cigarette is just like you let me know when the space shuttle lands you know like they're, they're just being real and they're like cursing at each other and and having these like intellectual conversations with I, I, I want people to have real experiences when they're in yeah. the place you know yeah. and, and, I, and I don't want anybody to feel like they're, they're, they're regulated you know so most people when they come into bars they feel regulated even the conversations they have to have you can't talk about politics you can't talk about religion but I want to allow that to happen yeah. I want to I want to allow you know I, we want to create the best intellectual bar that you could possibly think of but at the end of the day, too, we're going to have the best bartenders, the best servers to give you not just that showmanship quality, but to also give you the best experience with knowledge of what we're doing. It's, yeah. it's nature versus nurture where you're going to walk in. The environment is going to be 
something that again is not forced upon you. Yeah. You come in, you're like, I just feel comfortable in here. Like, yeah, yeah like I want to <laughs> talk about, I want to talk about like politics and sex and drugs and rock and roll. I'm feeling and, a and thing. And you can't. Yeah. Let and me can. feel the thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want to talk with you. I want to talk with you. <laughs> don't tell me I can't talk about it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want anybody. You know what? Actually, that's the best. That's the best way for me to describe the place is I don't want anybody in there to feel like they have to say I can't talk about it. That's yeah, amazing. there's no, there's no, there's no filter. Right. In that way, it's it really is. There, there's a um, a place like um, right when you walk onto campus in in Berkeley where it's a circle and it's basically like the free speech circle. Mm-hmm. So it says that this circle is not is under no jurisdiction on earth so that circle and a tube that goes up above it like you can stand there you can spout whatever craziness you want and it's basically like you know it's an homage to free speech and what that really means what does that really mean like someone that you do not respect someone that you do not agree with can stand in that circle and say whatever they want and you can disagree with them and you can have a conversation and it's like Listen, it, it's not about hateful speech. It's about like, hey, listen, I mean, just like we were talking about before, like Russell might say something like that I don't agree with, but we end up having a conversation about it. Healthy discourse. Yeah, healthy discourse. By yeah. the way, we have a lot of healthy discourse. Yeah. Which is <laughs> implicit. I say a lot of shit. It's implicit to yeah. academia. It's different than unhealthy intercourse. Yes. But just so that you know. <laughs> well, healthy that. discourse is very different uh-huh. than unhealthy intercourse. Man, so I've had, you know, I've had so many conversations, hundreds of conversations with people. And we talk about Martin Kate a lot, which is fun. (laughs) With respect to Martin and, you know, talking about goth rock with him is is amazing. But sitting here in my house, sipping the Delma Gay cask treated. Maybe not sipping. Sipping the... the (laughs) Was I I not supposed to finish the bottle? No, it's fine. Oh, did you not want to take shots of that? No problem that we finished one. I dropped it in Red Bull. Is that not? Is no, that, it's is fine. That, is, is that, that cool? Is that bad? You're from LA, right? That's like that's how they do it in LA. Hey, he's from Texas. Watch it. Wow, <laughs> yeah. true. We've spent an hour and a half talking about life, talking about hospitality, comedy, films, mezcal, and so much more. I cannot think of a better way to spend this evening. Russell, thank you so much. Donnie, thank you so much. I'm so glad this all happened, and I cannot wait academia to open so that i can feel a little bit closer to each of you just one drink at a time it's really guys fucking rule man mm-hmm. thank awesome. you thank you so much and uh we're gonna keep sipping mezcal even if we're not recording as we say in california dude dude fucking dude dude thanks guys <laughs> thank you well there you have it a very exhilarating fun chat with russell davis and donnie ronan Opening up Academia in Austin, Texas, right next to Pesce, right next to Pesce downtown. I can't wait to check it out this evening, actually. And I think within the next few weeks, everyone will get to imbibe and experience this amazing passion project these two gentlemen have brought to us here in Austin, Texas. Great. It was a chat, man. There's a lot of mezcal, a lot of great things we're talking about. Got to talk about some movies that a lot of people don't know about, and that's okay. These chats are nerdy. These chats are insightful. They're everything in between. So thanks, everybody, for listening to Show to View with Mike G. No matter how many times you've listened to Sword to Scale and thinking, this guy, he's good at times and not good at others, or if it led you to watch The Keepers on Netflix, please keep dancing.